Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. This is Chris and Tatum. Hello there. Hey, if you're new with us, we release a new podcast every Wednesday, and we just want to invite you, would you hit subscribe wherever you're consuming this content? And if you haven't yet, we would love for you to write a review. Please, 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 yes, please, please, or please, rate please, us. Please. It means a lot. If you leave a review um, or you rate it, also, as always, we just want to say thanks to those of you that have shared this on social media and Woo-hoo! invited other people. You're inviting your friends and um, people that you love and know into our Life Fellowship community. So thanks for doing that. That's right. We are so excited for today's podcast. I hope that you are ready for it as well. I want to jump right into the topic at hand, and I want to focus in on, and I want to give you five non-negotiables that Tatum and I live by. So I I looked up that word non-negotiable in Webster's Mm. dictionary, and it defines it as this, not open to discussion or modification. Like, we're not going to back away from it. These are non-negotiables. And there are more of these that we have in our lives. I just want to bring to you five of them for you to consider making uh, them a non-negotiable... In your life. In your life. Yeah. Because you'll see an amazing benefit of them. You know, uh, the, the word finish is massively important to me. Uh, I have read so many times through the kings in the Old Testament... And what I've noticed about so many of them is that they started off well mm-hmm. and they finished horrible. Listen, anybody can start. Anybody can start a new diet. Anybody can start a new job. Anybody can start a new business. Anybody can start a new relationship. Yeah. But it takes effort, focus, and passion to finish. To finish it. And one mm-hmm. of the keys to finishing well is having some non-negotiables that will really point your life in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You agree with that, honey? I agree. Yep, they protect, really. They're like a covering that protects who you are, what you do, and where you're going. They protect your family. They protect. Mm-hmm. They, they actually set you up someday to hear well done mm-hmm. from the Lord, if they're godly, you know? And so I want to give yes. you some, uh, th- th- some natural ones today and also some... Uh, spiritual ones. Before I do, I want to give you one of my favorite verses in the entire Bible. There's a king in the Old Testament. His name was King Uzziah. And in 2 Chronicles 26.5, it says, as long as King Uzziah sought God, as long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. But it says later on in verse 17, it says that when his heart was lifted up in pride, That Mm. was his destruction. Mm. When he was strong, that was his destruction. So there were some things that he violated. He violated some Mm non-negotiables, and it ended in his destruction. And so I want to give these to you today because I want to see you win. I want to see you thrive. I want to see you thrive in your marriage, your business, your finances, your emotions, your joy, your purpose. 
These are good. Let's these, tell them. These are good. These are ones that we live by. Yeah. All right? So some of these are going to be, they'll probably all be good reminders. They'll probably not be something that you've heard before that you go, oh, that's brand new. But I would say it like this. Uh, they need to be something that is not just something that I've heard. It needs to be a value and a principle that is mm-hmm. rock solid that life. I ain't bagging away from. Yeah. All right, here's the first one. A non-negotiable in our life is our relationship with God. So important. Tatum, talk about that. Well, this is where everything begins. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of your whole life and every um, aspect starts with, do you genuinely know the Lord or do you just know about Him? So that's a question I guess I would ask all of our listeners. Um, do, you, do you know who He is because you've heard other people talk about Him, because you've heard messages? Or is He an active part of your life? Is there a relationship? Is it where He's talking to you and you're talking to Him and there's priority in in that. Hey, if any relationship is going to go grow, you have to protect it. Yes, and you have, you have to, to value spend time it. You have to spend with time. It. Yeah, yeah. So I would, you know, for the person that's listening right now, you're thinking, well, God's not really a priority in my I my know life. him. I know who he is. Can I just encourage you? There's so much get more. Get back to God. Yeah. I know that, you know, sometimes you think, well, I've gone too far away from God and I just it just can't be. Listen, your prayer life with God can be better than it's ever been. Amen. Like, don't let the enemy lie to you and say, "Well, you've just you've you've just messed up too much," or it's just, or that it's just boring and you don't really know when you need Jesus, you'll call on Him. But other than that, nah, I'll, I'll be fine. I think that's a that's a lie that a lot of people have. The lie that the enemy um, tricks you into thinking that. When I need him, he'll be there, but um, I'll get by. So really, it so has if to it's be a, about... If, if, if it's a priority, you need to make it a priority. Yes, where does so it in other show words, up? How does prayer it show up? needs to be a priority yeah. in your life. Do you know that the Bible actually says that prayerlessness is a sin? Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a sin. It is. And it, it's the very first thing. So what you'll notice is when you stop praying, and basically what prayer is, is having this communication with God you'll notice your heart begin to drift away from him. Mm-hmm. See, if there was one message, one last message I could preach, it would be about having a love relationship with God. And that's why, and again, prayer doesn't need to be all this big words and, oh God, and no, like no, for, for me. it's having a conversation. So, let me just tell you what I do. Tell us. I love to put on some instrumental worship. In fact, our team right now, has created an instrumental soaking worship. It's beautiful. We've got a number of different albums yeah. that you just you play. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, I put those on in the background. Uh, I'll, I'll everybody. I'll go Catholic on you. I'll, put, I'll I'll light a little candle sometimes. Uh, I find myself a quiet place that mm-hmm. I can just focus with the Lord, and I pray. I spend time with him. I'll, I'll wait for him. I'll tell him what's going on in my life, what's mm-hmm. in my heart, and he'll speak to me in massive ways, incredible ways. Like yep. relationship with God is priority. It is. <laughs> it's life. Like all these other ones don't matter. That's true. They don't. Nothing else matters if we don't have a relationship with the Lord. Period. So every day, every day. I don't care what mm-hmm. time I get back in. Is I've, I've had late night meetings or whatever. Uh, I don't care if it's the next morning. 
I will get up and every day I'm going to get into God's Word. Mm-hmm. Every day, it's a non-negotiable. You know, part of what I love that the Word does um, is it renews our mind. Like, it's it's very easy to be um, sidetracked or to get into the wrong way of thinking or to walk into a situation in your work or in your family or in anywhere and think, oh my goodness, this is so overwhelming. How am I going to navigate through? Or it becomes suddenly hopeless or there's fear. But when we have the Word of God as a constant reminder in our life of what truth really is, then our thoughts become thoughts like the Lord. Then our mind is like washed in that Word. We have to have it. And it's not something just that we need on Sundays. Monday morning, we need a fresh and a new word, just like we need new mercies. We need new uh, word from the Lord every day. So one of the things that Tatum and I do is we try to do this together. So in the mornings... uh, We sing Kumbaya. No. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Just kidding. No, but you don't have to make it weird. And it it, it can be just very natural. But we get up early and we cook some coffee and uh, we put on that instrumental worship Mm -hmm. there in our living room, and we just let that worship just flow. And Tatum is reading. I'm reading. What's the little thing, the app that you use? What is it? I use First Five. I shared this a couple of weeks ago with you guys. It's a free app. You can get it on your phone called First Five. I love that. But there's thousands of apps. You don't have to do the one I'm doing. Just find something that works for you that can help. And that's a great study for you. For me, I have a commentary that I love reading through Mm -hmm. on top of that. I actually just love getting into the Bible, just Mm -hmm. reading what God's Word says. And God, listen, God has a word for you every single day. But let me just tell you this. It doesn't have to just be regulated to that moment right there. Take advantage of the, um, oh, the YouVersion Bible app. That will actually read to you. I don't know if you guys knew that. I saw a feature on there. So many of you that have a commute and you're driving in your car 15 or 30 minutes or longer every day, you can have, you can play the Word of God. So you can receive it and hear it in different ways. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So that's going to renew your faith, encourage you, strengthen you. By hearing it. Okay, and a relationship is not just that time that you have in the morning. It needs to be vibrant throughout the day. Your your prayer should be as simple and easy as breathing. So stay connected with God throughout the day. Yeah. So if you are in, you know, you're about to walk into a busy meeting or you just had a stressful moment at, at the office, like shut the door, put some worship music on in your ears, and just... Let that worship wash over you. Reconnect with the Lord. Because what consumes your mind controls your life. And so let your mind be consumed by God, and He'll control your life. Let me say it like this. When you fix your thoughts on God, God fixes your thoughts. That's good. Yeah, you can tweet that, baby. (laughs) When you fix your thoughts on God, God fixes your thoughts. Here's the second non-negotiable to us, and that's building the local church. I love our church. I love the local church. I love the capital C church, but I am a little, you know, have a little bent towards my fellowship. You ought to have a bias. No, no <laughs> doubt about that. I kind of like that preacher. Yeah. yeah. Building the local church, though. Um, tell us about it, Chris. Yeah, I am with you, honey. I love the church. You know, it bothers me sometimes when I hear people say, I love God, 
but I don't like the church. That's like saying you don't like someone's wife. Yeah. Like, I like you, but I don't like your bride. Yeah. The church is if the somebody bride said of that Christ. To you, if someone said that to me, they said, hey, Chris, I like you, but I don't like your wife. Man, I'm going to punch you in the face. Wow, well, babe, not really. No, but, I'm telling But you can't say that. No, that's his bride. Yes, and no church is perfect. There's not a perfect church because we're humans. We're people, right? But... You can't say that you love the Lord and that you don't love the church. So we are going to use, since it's a non-negotiable, we're going to use our life, our finances, our talents, yes. our passion, our, our, our everything, our gifts to build the only thing that, that Jesus said he would come to yeah, build. Yeah, The thing that really the Lord came to die for. The only hope people, of America to build the church. is not a political party, everybody. Yeah. It's Jesus. it's Jesus. It's the local church being the church. And, and when you vest, listen, that's why church is not an option to me. It's never been an option to me. It's not an option to our kids. We've never let our kids say, you know what? We don't feel like going on and that's, Wednesday night. Can I just say, that's not because we're pastors. A lot of people, I think, would say, oh, that's because you're a pastor. If we were not pastors, our kids do not have an option, and neither do, do we give ourselves the choice. We surrendered our life to Jesus, <laughs> and, and He came for the church. So, so we love the church because yeah. He loves the church. Because it's a non-negotiable to us. I remember when Blakely was playing soccer, the coach would say, "Hey, listen, we got a you know we got a, a Wednesday a, a soccer nights. game they on Wednesday these night. Wednesday night things. Yeah, and we said, hey, love you guys, love the soccer team. She's not going to be there. Yeah, we have a greater priority than soccer, and that's the local church." Yeah, that's where the rubber sort of meets the road in some ways. That's Sports hard. are not in our family. Yeah, they're they're the they're not the non-negotiable. It's the house of God. That's Amen. the non-negotiable. Amen. Yeah. They have to be a priority not only in your life, but for those of you who are raising children and who have a family. They're they're um, your kids are watching and they're learning by the patterns and the behaviors that we as parents. Are setting for them. So really your kids grow up seeing, you know what? Mom and dad told me I had to miss the soccer game because church was more important. And that that's set by an example, not just by them hearing it, right? When we make our life um, in a lot of wave, ways revolve around what Jesus says is important. I want to give you parents permission to do that. You know, I know that some have, and you may have different non-negotiables than us, and that's mm -hmm. that's okay. For us, we've just said that building the house of the Lord, being in the house of God, is a non-negotiable. Yeah, to and us. I can say, can I can yeah. speak to this just a, from a different perspective because, Chris, I think for the most part of your childhood, you were, I mean, your dad was a pastor, so again. It wasn't a non-negotiable, but even if you would have had some pushback, there was like no way that it was you a non-negotiable. We were going to yeah. be in church, yeah. <laughs> and um, and so because I didn't grow up in a pastor's home, there was a period of time for me as a young teenager that I remember really um, pushing back at the fact that I had to be in church every Sunday and every Wednesday. It wasn't, I didn't have a choice and I didn't feel like that was cool. And I didn't like, I do not want to do this dad. Like, but it wasn't negotiable. And I am so grateful that I had parents who said, you will be in church because that is where I encountered the Lord, even though in my heart, in my humanity and in my selfishness as a young teenager and a sinner, 
I didn't want to sit there, but it was the presence of God that met me in those services. It was the Word of God that I heard taught. Had I not been in those moments, in those years, when would I have like heard the Word? When would I have worshipped? Because I, there were times when I wasn't doing it on my own. I wasn't sitting in my bedroom worshiping, and I wasn't at that place yet. I hadn't grown to that. So it was being in the services that allowed the Holy Spirit to have an opportunity, even though I might not have in my heart been like, I'm ready, I'm willing. I was forced to sit in it, and the Lord, that gave him something to work with. So it started there. So be in church, put your family in church, make it a non-negotiable. Amen. Uh, for those of you that are, so I know that some are, are not comfortable being here. In the physical building, physical, yeah. But, but you can be there absolutely. online and committing. And, and making and it a priority. That's all we're saying. Watch parties. Yeah, make it a priority. And then I'm going to vest my life, my talent, my time, my treasure into building the only thing that Jesus said he'd come to build. Yeah. It's a non-negotiable for us. And there are so, so many places. Can I just give a little plug quick, babe? Yeah. There are so many places, because I almost feel like I can hear those of you saying, like, I don't know what I could do, what I could offer, how could I help or serve, what talent do I have? We have like 20, 22 oh different my goodness. areas. There are so many ways that we would love to help you find a spot for the We would love, 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 the talent love, love, that you have. love. All right, here's the third non-negotiable, and I'm going to just hit this one quickly, and it's tithing. It's it's not an option to us. In fact, we have it uh, through our bill pay in our bank that it just automatically mm-hmm. on it's it's reflective. And if I ever you know do some extra things and I make some extra money, uh, you and I will sit there with my, with with our we we bank at Chase, and so we pull up our Chase app mm-hmm. and we we send it right there yep. before we spend it on. Anything else? We will, and a tithe is not just a a certain amount of money you give to the church. It's ten percent. Yeah, it's percentage because it's that's percentage. fair. The Lord knew that mm-hmm. that would be fair. So it's 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 a non negotiable to us. Uh, yeah. I would rather not have other things and be able to honor God with the tithe. I'd rather not be able to go on that vacation. I'd rather not be able to buy that whatever that I want to buy. I would rather not go eat out. Uh, so it's, I'd rather not have. We say no to ourselves before we say no to the Lord, right? Yeah. Because we love Him and we want to obey good, Him. Honey. Yeah. So we're going to crucify our flesh, what, mm-hmm. what we want, what we desire, so that we can be obedient to God's Word. And not only just like, it's not an arm twist of obeying, there's blessing that comes with that. There's The greatest blessing. expression of love is, is to, to give. give. God so loved the world that He gave. It's the greatest expression of love. Amen. So uh, you guys just know that that is, uh, it's not something I get up on the platform and encourage people to do and I don't personally do. No, we, we have road tested this thing called tithing. God is and so And God has faithful. been so amazingly faithful in our so lives. Good. All right. The fourth one is the Sabbath. Sabbath. We're going to rest. What do you think about that, We honey? have to rest. So um, yeah, Sabbath, this is also biblical. All of these are, well, not all. But tithing and Sabbath is scriptural. If the Lord himself on the seventh day rested, by setting an example for us, how much more so do we need a day of rest? Every week, every week we need a day that we are stepping away from work um, and, and really refocusing our hearts and our priorities on resting, on who the Lord is. I thought it would be fun if we talk about what, um, what a Sabbath looks like. 
after you share what you're about to say. No, yeah. no, no. Go ahead. Yeah. What, tell us what a Sabbath looks like for us. Well, it's different for everybody, babe. Okay. So a Sabbath but is for- not a particular day of the week. It's a particular day of the week that you rest. Yes. And I encourage people, if you can, give five days to your employer, one day to you, and then one day to rest. I like how you said that. Yeah. So what I mean by one day for you, that's the day that you mow your yard, you do your honeydews, you're doing all these errands and all these different things. Yeah. Because that's not restful, right? No. But then if you can, one day that you shut it down. So that's where you're not sending out emails. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we're not working. We're not texting all kinds of different things. We're not strategizing. We're uh, I'm not preparing messages when when I when I read. I'm not reading so that I can be ready to prepare to yeah. speak to to life fellowship. We're resting. I love I love a we good eat Sabbath. Good yeah, on the we Sabbath. Do. We do. Yeah, I'd encourage you, man. On the Sabbath, if, if Sunday is your Sabbath, you ought to wake up in the morning. And whether whether it's online or whether it's it's here in in the church mm-hmm. to be there and and worship God and then go home, have the biggest meal you've ever had in your entire <laughs> all week long, like and then have the dessert and the coffee, take a nap. Well, I would go before you walk. do that, sit around the table then and just talk. Yeah, just talk. Have fun, relax, relationships, all yeah. the fun things. It's a day that you that you have the opportunity to be recharged. You know, you just talked about how that God gave us that example that on the seventh day He mm-hmm. rested. You know that word in the Hebrew literally means this: that God breathed in. I didn't know. Yeah. So on when He breathed in, that's that's this. Think about that. God mm. breathed in, and yeah. a lot of times, you know, people say, "Man, I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath. I'm just going so much. I'm so much." Yeah. The Sabbath is the day for you to catch your breath. Yes. It means to breathe. We in. need that, don't we? We need that. Listen, if you don't prioritize your life, somebody else will prioritize. It's a non-negotiable for us. Yeah. We we will because it's one of the Ten Commandments. It is. It's. I, I've heard this said before. You would never ask. Um, or think of the Ten Commandments that, oh, it's okay uh, to murder someone, or it's okay for you to have an adulterous affair, then why is it okay to not take a Sabbath? Is that not equally an important commandment? But in our culture, we sort of make like, ah, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. If if it will catch up with you, like your body, physically, emotionally, spiritually, the drain will happen if there's not rest. It has to be a part of your weekly routine. Yep. It's important. Um, here's the the fifth non-negotiable that I give you, and that's our marriage. And uh, I know that there are those that are listening that are single right now, uh, but f- for us as as a married couple, and I'm going to address that uh, those of you that are single in just a second, uh, but as a married couple, Tatum is a non-negotiable for me. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, our marriage is a focus that I'm not going to back away from. It's not our kids. Yeah. Blankly Nash, if you're listening, it's not you. We love you. We love you. But, but my focus is Tatum. Tatum's focus is me because how are we going to train our kids to have a great marriage? Uh, what benefit is it to our kids if our marriage falls apart? That's right. What benefit is it to our church and to our friends? Uh, if, 
if we don't prioritize our relationship so that we then have something to give to others. Yeah. And so here's a couple practical things that we do. Uh, we do a lot of things together. Uh, we do a lot together, babe. I think more than the average, just because we work together, we're in the office together, we work out together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're always together. For us, that works. I think a lot of um, people have questions about how in the world do you guys do that? But because God's called us to do it, that's how we do it. It's mm-hmm. not for everyone, but we do. So you're like, man, a if I was together. with my wife all the time, I'd kill her. <laughs> <laughs> We love it, but yeah. it's because that that's a call on our life, you yeah. know, so God makes it easy for us. Listen, we spend, uh, and I'm being honest, we spend at least two to three nights a week where we just, we shut the door and we just talk. Yeah, well, yeah. We're, I think, uh, yeah, that's true. No, There's but a, I'll find out what's going on yeah, in your Yeah, it's world, like a friendship your... behind the marriage relationship where, you know, we- ha- Tell me about your day. Each Tell me about your friend. dreams. Tell me about what's going on. What is stressing you out? Where, where you know, yeah. where are your emotions? And you ask me the same thing. Yeah. So we do that probably two or three nights a yeah, week. regularly. Uninterrupted. Yep. There's not a TV going on while we're having these conversations or noise. It's like very- We're looking in each other's eyes. And it's Holding not work. Hands. No, no we're not kidding. doing that. But I mean, we're, we're in the same room <laughs> like that. He's making it sound a little too- <laughs> <laughs> little too much. We got the candles going. I got no. pedals on the bed. <laughs> I mean, you know, but yeah, we have good uh, conversation. Here's another thing that we do, and that's uh, we are quick to forgive each other. We've, we try to be. Yeah, we do. How many times have I looked at you and said, hey, honey, when this is all done, we're going to have to be best friends again, so we might as well just get this settled right now. How many times do you think? I mean, we say that all the time. We're quick to forgive. We try to. We really do try to be. We're not just saying that. There's like no. That's a little statement we make. We, yeah. I, I say, listen. At the end of this, we're gonna still have to be best friends. So let's yeah. talk through this right now. So we're not right gonna now. pout about it for days and weeks, whatever. And we've not always been good at that. So if you're not, no. incorporate into your life. I am quick to forgive. H- how about this one? Speak words of love to each other. Mm. Say it, baby. Listen. Do you Tell know me. that there are over eight hundred thousand words in the English language? The average person knows 10,000 words and uses 5,000 words every day in speech. But your future actually depends on the choice of the 5,000 words that you know. So speak words of affirmation, encouragement, build each other up. Because our marriage is a non-negotiable. Yeah. yeah, we have to. And this. so let's talk for a second, can we, about... Uh, singles or yeah. um, parents, even your family, your your priority looks a little you're different, a non-negotiable. Mom or single dad. Yeah, then your kids are your non-negotiable, and in yep. the same way that Chris and I are saying, um, what we do, they need some quality time where you're spending with them, um, and just talking, finding out how they're doing, where they're at, what is going on in their world, and hearing those words of love and affirmation um, as children. Okay, let me let me give one key. Because I know that there are ladies out there saying, well, my husband, he just won't talk. That's true. Yeah. So let me give you uh, a little piece of advice here, ladies. Men connect when they're doing things. So uh, that's why guys like to go play golf, because when they're doing Mm -hmm. something, that's when they start 
talking, or when, fishing, when or they're fishing, they're or... doing mm-hmm. when they're doing something. That's when they talk. Guys, you'll never walk into <laughs> you know a little tea shop and have a bunch of guys around a tea, just drinking you know, drinking coffee, tea and just there. talking. No, yeah. they're 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 <laughs> around the pool table, and when they're around the pool table, that's when they start talking. So, ladies. Do something that your husband loves. Yeah, find be involved, something. Be, let he there be enjoys. action. Yeah, you know, yeah. go to the baseball game together. Go, go do. Find figure, that something. Go mountain biking yeah. together. Go to the gym together. Something. And when you are doing something active together, that's where you get. Oh him. my goodness! Yep. You want to be able to shut him up? You're going to be saying like, "All right, I know what's all going on." That was a good tip, babe. Yeah. That was worth the whole podcast. There you go. Right on. <laughs> well, hey, everybody. Our time has got away from us. Uh, I am so thankful for this opportunity every single week to be able to speak into your life. Isn't this, this fun, is honey? This fun. Yeah, yeah, we love it. And so, again, uh, if you're new, please, 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 every Wednesday we release a new podcast, and we'd love to invite you to hit subscribe uh, wherever you consume this content. And if you haven't yet written a review or rated the podcast, it would mean so much to us if you do that, share it out on social media, and invite other people to be a part of the Life Fellowship community. From Tatum and I, we want to- Happy Wednesday. Yeah, happy Wednesday. We hope you all have a fantastic day. Bye, guys. God bless you.